Hello, hello, and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, joined by Samantha Tredelius. What's up, girl? So good to see you yet again. Good to see you. Um, here's what we're talking about today. One of the things that I, I'm just going to, at the expense of our guest, I'm going to um, admit is cleaning. I don't like it. I don't like to do it. Um, the business of cleaning, though, is fascinating to me. And uh, we have with us today, Paula Grigg, who is the current marketing director for Nellie's Clean. Uh, how are you, Paula? I'm great. Happy to be here and talk cleaning and make it sound fun. Yeah, it is. It, it, <laughs> well, let's, let's try to make it sound fun. Just the action is not awesome for me, but um, I know it is for a lot of people, a lot of OCDs out there who have to get their fix. But does um, anyone really like to clean? I think maybe they like the activity. Some people like to vacuum. I think some people like to mop. I think that's, it, it's odd to me, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll have an epiphany today. Um, so Nellie's Clean, based in Vancouver, Canada. And what I love about you guys is um, you provide eco-friendly cleaning solutions, but ones that actually work because, uh, you know, when I hear eco-friendly cleaning solutions, I'm like, okay, that's going to suck. Like that's not going to get anything clean. So we either live with dirt or we save the planet, but they seem to be mutually exclusive in your world. You're saying that's not the case. Yes, absolutely. We have done Ucopious amounts of testing. We were going green before the color was cool. That's what like, we like to say. Yeah, you guys Messy have been around 15 years and that is, uh, you were kind of an early adopter of this. So thank we you. Were. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it, we solved a solution. Was a solution to a problem is what how it all started. The owner um, hated fabric softeners and dryer sheets. Everybody knows all about them. But back then there was nothing else. So he, he found the dryer ball, manufactured it, made some cool changes and took it around actually to, um, like the Calgary Stampede and the Minnesota State Fair and, and places like that and got into people's hands and people ate it up and loved it. Um, it was eco-friendly, but that wasn't really the purpose in the beginning. Um, but then because it solved that problem of using toxic fabric softeners and dryer sheets, everyone was like, well, I want to wash my clothes in, in something more planet-friendly. I want to, you know, clean my house in something more planet-friendly. And then it evolved into the 35 to 40 SKUs that we have now. So it was really organic and it was... But he was committed to making sure that three things, simple, being transparent with the ingredients and that it works. So if, it, if we can't do those three things, then we're not going to produce it. And you also, uh, you also, not only the products, but sustainable packaging as well, correct? I yes. mean, if you're going to do it, you got to go all in. Exactly. And the thing is, we're, we're a small ish company. We are worldwide. We're across the US. We're in some countries in the US or sorry, um, across the sea, especially Korea. They love us. They love anything Canadian and they love to be eco-friendly. So we're massive there. We love, but, um, just, we love you. We love Canadian just for the record. And yes. And I mean, everyone <laughs> in Canada, you know, it's kind of already knows us. Now we're out there trying to like promote us beyond that. I mean, we're in stores across the US, but we're the kind of that company that everybody's heard of, but nobody's heard of. So it's like, we'll say it, they'll say they haven't heard of us. And then all of a sudden it'll come to them. Oh yeah, I did see that here. Or, oh yeah, I have tried that. So we're just really like, it's my job now is just to get the word out there to as many different types of people as possible. Because the thing is everyone has to clean or someone has to clean for you. Either way, you have to clean your house. So you either have to like it, you want to feel good about it. And 
you know, we, we, we want to be the person or the company that like, if you're just like buying Nelly's products, then you know, those three things that I just said are always going to happen. It's going to be simple. Ingredients are going to be transparent and it's going to be effective. And it takes away all that thinking. Cause like to your point earlier, you can go to the store and I, I wouldn't know what to buy if I didn't work for Nelly's. I mean, oh luckily that's so many like, options. Oh, too many options. Too many. And they're all different. And if you, if you want to, you know, and we've talked about this on the show that, you know, as individuals, what are small changes that we can make that maybe together have an impact on the planet, right? Like it's hard to sit in our own little world and feel like if I, you know, recycle this can, that will be impactful. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if, if we bond together over something like an Ellie's Clean, where we know that it is eco-friendly and it's plant-based and it's saving the planet, um, the more of us to do it, maybe the better, the better it'll be. The better it will be. Yeah. And the products that we make impact you. So like you were saying, sometimes it's like hard to look at the big picture of saving the earth, but like, what can you do for you and your family? That's the, that's what you're washing your clothes in, what you're sleeping in, what you're wearing, what you're cleaning your house and all that stuff. You're breathing it, you're touching it. And you have control over that. You don't have control when you walk out the door, if you know, an exhaust pipe blows in your face, or, you know, you walk in the, you know, you're breathing chemicals. You may not be able to control that, but you can't control what's happening in inside. Your Within my four walls. Within the four walls. So I will speak for many of us here in the States. We may be migrating over to Canada at any given moment (laughs) because it seems like you people have got it figured out over there. Okay. Everyone should be so kind in Canada. Like my Canadian friends are the nicest people. So thank you for, for being kind. Um, one of the things I love about the marketing direction of Nellie's is the, the cool, the sleek and the you know effectiveness of the overall kind of brand. Um, being that we are not a June Cleaver 1950s moment of, of women, you know, in the kitchen barefoot mopping the floors anymore. Pregnant. You know, pregnant, yeah. Um, we are, you know, women now are, you know, a little bit more modern and forward in their thinking. And so when you you know create your marketing profile, obviously that's taken into consideration. And how hard is it to kind of find that balance, you know, where you're, you're appealing, but yet you're getting the job done, you know, with, with what it is you're doing, which is, you know, domestic work. Yeah. And I mean, we get this question a lot too, because obviously our packaging you've seen, and it's kind of retro and it's kind of plays into that whole theory. But what we like to do is communicate who Nellie was and why the company came about. So Nellie was a single mom. She had to go into banks and try and get loans again, you know, get turned down. She raised her child by herself. She was a nurse. So she was, like I said, going green before it was cool because she was already using products that weren't um, toxic. This is why it was even in the realm of thinking of, of James long before this environmental, environmentally friendly sort of trend or transition happened. So we don't want to change the packaging because that is true to the story. That's who she was. We're not saying um, you have to be like a 1950s housewife. So with our marketing, yes, the packaging is cute. It's retro. It's there. Laundry's been around. Cleaning's been around forever. That's that's a fact. It's not new. So this is what it looks like. And, you know, our products are sort of like simple and back to basics. You know, our laundry soap only has four ingredients, but it's effective. I was on a call earlier today and I was just saying, um, the owner always says it's funny because these days we clean, clean, we clean, clean homes and we clean, clean clothes. But back then, you know, things had to wait a week. You had to do things by hand. You needed products that actually worked. And guess what? Chemicals didn't exist. They were using Chemicals soap. didn't and salt, and, you know, and that's essentially what's in our products. So we're using stuff that's already out there and putting it in. It was been, it's been tried and tested for generations and the packaging is just 
sort of a sentiment to that, but we're modern. We're no, but it's super cool. And it definitely like catches your eye and you're like, what is that? You know, um, how much of the cleaning product line out there is not good for us? Like way more than you think, including some of the, the ones that you think are natural. The, the, the big problem is a lot of them that people really do create these products and brands and they have great intentions and like any business, and I'm not saying it would ever happen in Ellie's, but I don't think it would that, you know, the big guy comes along and buys it. But the thing is when they do that to make it as cheap as you see it on your shelves down at Target and, and all these places that you guys shop, um, you know, at $3.99 and $5.99 competing with our $18.99, say on something like a household cleaner, it's because once they bought it, they put some of that bad stuff back in. But who's going there and turning their, their I won't say the names, but turning the bottles around, you know, the ones you were buying before it got bought out and the ones that you're buying now. I've never There's turned around a cleaning product and looked at the, looked at the ingredients outside of just does this have bleach in it or not. That is literally the only thing I've ever looked for. Like phosphates and sulfates are the big ones. So if, if something is sudsing, there's a chemical in it. It can't suds without a phosphate. phosphate. So the scrubbing bubbles are like just little chemicals. They're not actually our friends. Of course. Because they're super cute. I love the little scrubbing bubbles. And I'm not saying I'm 100%, you know, green in my own home. I try my very best. I worked through Nelly's for a long time. I use everything that's provided. But there are sometimes... Um, you know, that I do, I do get lured in by the, the pretty packaging and the colors and stuff. And, you know, maybe I'm guilty too of not turning the packaging around, but I know that with Nellie's anyway, everything that we carry has been vetted, tested. We compare it against all the competitors out there to make sure that it, it works. A great story actually is our wow stick. Um, because my sister and I actually both work for the company and we, had kids growing up while we were working here and we didn't have a stain remover and it was driving us crazy. We had oxygen brightener, which brightens colors and, and whites, but not the, a stain remover. And we're like, we're moms, we need this product. And the owner is amazing in the sense that he was like, well, if you want it, then go develop it. And so we actually, you know, contacted soap manufacturers. We found this great one in Vermont. We literally stain, bought every stain remover on the market that was natural, that claimed to be natural. And then we had our manufacturer send us samples and samples and samples. And we spent weeks testing on white t-shirts until we could confidently say ours is the best. And that's what it's like with all Nelly's products. It's not like someone gives, a form, gives us a formula and we're like, yeah, let's just roll with that. We wanna make sure that it is highly competitive, effective and as little ingredients as possible. Like nothing in there that doesn't need to be there. I love that the owner just empowered you. It's like, well, yeah. you, you want it, go get it. That is the coolest thing. The wow stick. I actually, I, I actually am totally fascinated by that product. I got to tell you, um, tell, tell me it actually works with horrible kid stains. Like kids get into everything. It does. We got emails and, and DMs all the time with people showing us what it got out. Obviously there are impossible things. If it's impossible. Then no, nothing could get it out. Not even bleach, but I have seen it work on like really like baby white onesies with stained beets. I've seen it on, blood. I've seen it on, I mean, as woman to woman, the amount of women that tell us about their monthly mishaps and yeah. How yeah. amazing on it, on sheets, you know, garments, whatever, wherever the, the mishaps happened. Um, even old stains, things that people thought couldn't come out, you know, giving it a try. So it's, it's kind of fun to watch people, you know, be so kind of amazed with it. And the reason it's called wow stick is when we were doing the testing, people would come in and watch us, you know, use the, use it. And it was getting everything out. And they just kept saying, wow, wow, wow. And so, <laughs> I guess it was going to be called pow stick originally, but too many people were saying, wow, as we we're getting these stains out. So we just went with, wow. And then it became kind of 
everything we do that's amazing now, the owner tags wow on it. We got a, you guys might have seen the wow mop. At, yep. Um, yeah. Now you can't say that's not fun for cleaning. No. Okay, it's, the mop is super fun. I yes, the mop is actually super fun. I was obsessed. We were talking about that earlier. It's great. Yeah. Samantha yeah. has touched it. And- I did. I was holding it and like it was doing its thing. It was fantastic. So I I always find it so interesting when we talk with folks that have products. What's the lifetime of like idea to shelf? How long does it take to get something, you know, and I like how long does the formula take to get perfect? Whiteboard to store. Yes. I would say, so we're working on a couple of new, exciting things I can't tell you about right now. Oh, but really? really, really fun. But I would say a year. I would One say year. possibly because we've been around for a long time. So we kind of know where to start rather than, you know, being a new brand that doesn't has to vet out companies. We know who we like to work with. So we can go to our suppliers. Say we're doing something soap-based. We'll go to the Wow Stick manufacturer because they make soap um, and, and, you know, work with them on a, on a different formula or whatever we're going to do. Um, so we have great relationships. So having those, I would say it's a year for sure. It's, it's the owner coming in and dropping these products on our desk. And then we try it and then we get feedback and then another round comes, we try it feedback and it goes on and on and on until, and we have a facility where we even create, um, our own molds of things. So say we're coming out with a product, we can actually make really cool samples with all these laser cutters and printers that I don't understand. Um, but we can look at the product and feel it and touch it and say, this is a little too big for the hand, or this is, you know, we don't like the smell of this or our customers aren't going to like this because we're in the business of sales. So we know what they like. And so after all the back and forth, I would say probably a year. I want to, I want to back up to one thing you said earlier, cause I, this, this drives me crazy. You said, if it, if it's, if it's foaming or sudsing, it has chemicals. So do your cleaners not foam? Because I'm like that old school girl who's like, if it's not, like, if I can't see the bubbles, it can't be cleaning. Yeah, no. So our products are not convince me otherwise. <laughs> products are non-sudsing. So um, it has nothing to do with the power. You've literally fallen into marketing from the 70s. So yeah. the way that they, when TV marketing came out or picture marketing, how could you show in a newspaper ad that something was cleaning? So they created bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. It's like, oh, this is a visual for cleaning because no one can actually tell you this. So over time, you know, the way you can show it on TV too is to show things bubbling, just like when you're cooking, like if you were showing a cooking video, you'd see, you'd have to have some sort of a visual that makes it feel like it's hot, even though you're not touching it or, or that something's cooking. And so that's what happened. And so now people associate sudsing with clean, but that's nothing to yes, do with it. I do. This is fascinating. Like that really has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Nobody's yeah. ever told me that I'm today years old when I found that out. Yeah. I mean, there's some products obviously that if you need them and you need those, the, the agents that make the sudsing happen, like scrubbing bubbles or things like that. If there's a situation in your house and you need to use a product and that's the thing that works, I mean, you have to use it, but as far as laundry, um, and dishes and, and household cleaning. You don't need bubbles to clean. You just need a really good, effective product with ingredients. Interesting. So mm-hmm. interesting. I find it just fascinating. So what well, do you think is the hardest part of your industry? Because we've never talked to anyone in your industry. Like what's a, what's a struggle piece in your, in your space? I think what, a couple of things. One, pleasing everyone. So we have people that love us just because of our packaging, where they found us, whatever. They don't really care about anything I just said. They just think it's cute and they're wondering what's cuter with it. Then we have the middle people who are striving to kind of make some small changes in in their household. So they're buying it because of that. 
And then there's a whole market that is buying it because it's planet friendly. But the thing is, we're somewhere between all of that. So we can't please everyone. Do we have plastic bottles? Yes. We have, we, we tried to switch everything to glass. We spent a lot of money trying to do that and not put, you know, basically antifreeze type ingredients in there that would make things not freeze. And of course we're in Canada and, you know, Northern um, US, guess what happened? We shipped it and it froze. So we had to pull all that glass and put the plastic. Oh. So, but that doesn't mean our journey for that is over, but we cannot say we're completely plastic free. We're striving to be plastic free. Anything we make going forward, we're doing absolutely everything we can to make zero plastic free or zero waste packaging, but we're not perfect. And we also have warehouses full of stuff that we need to sell in order to be even in the business to be able to make these plastic free products. So there's always that debate going on with the different groups of, you know, um, the ones that bought it because they just thought it was cute. They kind of like scent. Well, we're trying to be as scent free as possible whenever we can, because scents can, you know, affect skin and allergies and we're trying to please that market. So we have like a very we're, we're trying to be a bit like Switzerland, a little bit neutral. We're doing our very best. We always say we're striving to be pl plastic-free. We're striving to keep the planet as, as healthy and clean as your homes. We're human. We're small business. We don't have millions of dollars being invested in us to be able to just throw things on the shelf for $3.99. So if you're paying the price, it's because we that's what it costs to produce it and, and be able to stay in business. We're not price gouging. We're expensive. But something else that's really interesting and part of my job is communicating that whole price thing too, because you probably fall for this too. You go to the grocery store, it's a giant thing of Tide, huge. And then right beside it, say it's our, our Nellie's tin. And you're like, well, this is $14.99 and this is $30. Obviously I'm going to get the Tide because it's 15 bucks and it's got so much of it. But their scoop is, you know, this big. And we have a yeah. tablespoon size scoop in there. Their giant box is full of fillers. That's why it's only 35 loads. And then next to it is our tin. It's a hundred loads. So when you start, if we have to train people to do the math, like do just a tiny, like tiny bit of research, like do the price per load. And chances are you can have the natural stuff at the same price as the chemical stuff. Well, I think two people are starting to get a little more hip with the types of products that they're buying. Um, number one, because people are more conscious of their dollars right now. Yeah. Um, but also people are more conscious of the environment and rightfully so. And also, you know, I remember when I had, <laughs> when, when I first had my first daughter, you know, they're like, well, you can't wash the clothes, you know? So then you go with oh like, Oh my the, God, I got told that too. You get the draft or whatever it's called. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're like doing separate laundries and then like three months and you're yeah. like, screw this shit. Everybody's going to get their own. We're going all in together. Um, but to be able to have a product that could fulfill everyone's need in the family is huge because, you know, that's important when you start having little people. Um, but also just like being able to really say what you're saying, like read the, the 35 load versus hundred load. Like, I don't know that I necessarily ever pay attention to that. I just grab what I grab and off I go and it's easy peasy. Um, but I think that's a, like a, a good takeaway from this call. Like, read, read a little bit. Yeah, we, we do have to be conscious consumers. And um, I, I just think for many years, people haven't been, but uh, I, I do think that we're, we're, we are getting a little more savvy to that. I think so. And, and we're trying to educate. So, you know, that's my role here. It's different. I was a sales manager for three years at Nelly's. So I got to be in front of the customer and also the wholesalers and the stores that carried our product and get all that information. And now I have a great opportunity to be able to get that out through social media, attending events, talking to all kinds of people um, and just making, like you said, making people be a little more conscious. It doesn't take that much time. Um, and hopefully at one day, you know, if you love Nellie's then you just trust us and you just, if, if it, you can clean your, if it, you need it in your house, just buy Nellie's because you know, we've already done the work for you. 
that would be ideal, obviously. I like that. I like that. I also, by the way, love that you guys are family owned and operated. And, and I, I know you gave us Nellie a little bit background about Nellie, but the, the Nellie feeds into the current owner, correct? The founder, right? Yeah, that's Nellie's son. Um, and he is not going to sell out to the big guys, I, I hope, um, but he, cause he, he's actually a product developer. He always says, I like to be in the back building things rather than running, running the company because he, everything that you see from Nelly's has been conceptualized from him. Like he comes up with an idea. Well, he's putting and- grandma's name on it. It better be freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but it's cool to see too, you know, a company that's generational, that's actually been able to stand the test of time. And then additionally, like, how was the pandemic for you guys? Cause I mean, everyone was home still doing laundry and clean. I mean, we were all psycho cleaning. I was rage well, we cleaning really well. Really yeah. Well. yeah, We had to, we had to leave boxes. You had to, you had to clean a cardboard box before you could bring it in your house. I mean, I know. what, I what was that? I know I can't, I like, and I just had, like I said, I, I've had COVID this last week and it's just so much more oh. chill than it would have been two years ago if I had gotten it. So yeah. I'm thankful for that. But yeah, I mean, I think it's generational. He has a daughter, so he's, you know, teaching this new generation who knows what she might do in the future if she carries on uh, the Nelly's name, but being family run gives you a lot of, of creative control and control over those ingredients and those products. Like I said, you know, the big guys that come in, swoop up a small natural company and then change the ingredients. There's no control. And I mean, I understand why they, why they, why they have to do that. But as long as we, we, you know, James is still running the company, he'll have full creative control. Which is what, cool. Um, what's the most misunderstood skew? The one that people, you just, people do not get how awesome the product is. What's your top misunderstood, misunderstood skew? I think probably the dryer balls, just because they, they've been there for a long time, but like the power of those dryer balls, being able to lift and separate the clothes, they last two years. They can cut down your drying time and your, and, and reduce static. But the biggest thing is people think static is like a thing, but static is actually created from mixing cottons and synthetics together because that's what our clothing is made of now versus what it was made of before. Um, So when you buy fabric softeners and dryer sheets, you're putting a chemical layer between yourself and the, the, the clothes you're wearing. That's why it feels like there's nothing, like, you know, it just rubbing right off of you. Dryer balls can do the same thing because it's, and they last two years and they're totally natural and you don't have to worry about having anything on your skin that you don't want. And All right, I, we don't need to go buy dryer balls. I'm just uh, dryer yeah. balls in the wow stick. That's what yeah, we I know. need. Well, this, and the mop, because the mop is just cool. Yeah, the mop is pretty cool. So here's another question. As far as the product, like for the laundry detergent, like what's your main ingredient? Like what is one of the things that is the key component to your product line? Um, I well. They're all a bit different, but in um, our powdered products, because we believe powder is more effective than liquid, plus we don't want to ship water around the world unnecessarily. Heavy. Uh, it's, it's just, it's literally, it's just like baking soda, salt, you know, exactly like if you were going to make it yourself. And there is, that, we have a coconut based surfactant in there. So there's nothing, um, so it is, it's natural rather than being um, a surfactant that, like I said, will cause bubbles and, and, and adding a lot of toxins that you don't need in your laundry soap. It's just simple. It's just four ingredients. That's it. Just table soap. I just want to be clear that I'm never going to be making laundry soap. I'm never going to do that. I would be hundred percent here, Paula. I didn't even know the baking soda was included in laundry detergent. (laughs) I didn't either. Again, today, days old when I found that out. So fun fact. Yes. 
And all of our ingredients are on our website. So we're super transparent about that. And we put the layman terms too, because I'm kind of talking in layman terms and mixed with uh, big terms. If you go on our site, you know, we'll say basically this is just table salt. This is just this, but obviously in our packaging, we have, we have the technical terms. So what's, we've talked about the most challenging part of the industry. What's the most fun part of your industry or your job specifically? I think the product development. We have so many cool things coming out and it's just kind of watching things conceptualize, like you said, watching the transition over the year and then actually seeing the product out there. And also just, you know, going to these events, you know, how we connected was kind of fun. These, everyone that we met had never heard of Nellie's. They'd never heard of the Wow Mop, but they were into it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think, just again, making fun, I think it's just fun to make cleaning fun. And it's like, you go to our brand and there's like a personality with it. And that's what we're trying to create. Like not just a product, but a whole vibe. So like I said, if you're, if you're with Nellie's or with us, you know, we're doing all the testing for you. We're making the mistakes. We're going to get you that product and we're going to have fun while we do it. And, you know, we have some great photo shoots and campaigns. We're going to go out to events of various different um, demographics and just spread the word. And you're primarily uh, Canada. You've got kind of the run there, right? Everybody knows who you are there. Yeah, it's actually fifth. Believe it or not, our sales are 50-50 Canada, U.S. And then we have, like I said, a huge, um, a huge following in Korea. Like we ship in containers of that over to Korea. Um, and then we are now uh, going to be on shelf in different places in Europe. We're in China. We're in a few other places. But the thing is, the U.S. is much larger than Canada. So when I say 50-50, that's probably most of Canada and then that portion of the U.S. So there's still a lot of room in the U.S. So we really want to get out there um, around the U.S. and start spreading the word. As we need well. to get you down here in San Francisco, girl. Yes, please. Oh, yeah, I love San, San Fran. <laughs> um, here's another question. How hard is it to do business in other countries? I mean, being, I mean, Canada, U.S., I feel like we're very close knit. You know, it's not too crazy, but like to go to. France and sell your product. Is it like a whole different situation? It is. They have lots of different um, European like rules and different certifications you have to get to put onto your products. Um, Korea, there's a few. So we make our packaging for Korea is slightly different. There's um, a different look to it. And in, there are some ingredient changes just based on their laws and their rules. Only with, I think, one of our products, our one soap. Um, there's just some, you know, they have very, very strict rules in Korea. That's as not well bad if it was only one. Yeah, I think because we're super natural. I think that's yeah. why. I think if we were coming in there with all these other extra ingredients, well, when you strip it down to the basics, it's not much too much that, you know, they would want to get rid of. Um, and we just produce like a slightly different formula for them. Um, and it'll be like that across the rest of Europe. Europe has, a, has very big um, restrictions. Also just it's better in Europe to have a facility in Europe making the product and, and distributing it rather than shipping it overseas. So these are hopefully things that we'll, we'll nail down in the next couple of years. We're in like little pockets. There's like um, little pockets that are, you know, their countries are just a little bit different. And so we can slide in there, but generally Asia, we're good. Um, Korea, like I said, we're good. And just little pockets in the US and France. So interesting. And it's so crazy that like the US and even, I don't know how crazy Canada is with their rules, but like, we're not like, Europe's way more tough on a lot of stuff than we allow here. And you would think that we would have, be a little more hip to it, but I guess that's just I'm big, big corporate money. Too, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. But they're like, it's cool if you're eating plastic for breakfast. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. I mean, have chemicals yeah. on your body. It's cool. It's, cool. it's totally fine. Canada. 
we, we don't allow that here. You can come up. Yeah. <laughs> Just we'll another we'll reason. Right another reason why I might be moving up to Canada, right? <laughs> well, Paula, thank you for sharing you your story. Nellie's with us. It's so exciting. We'll go ahead and post the link in our show notes just about where you can get your hands on some of these products. We have one minute left. What are the top like three things that people need to be paying attention to when they do go to your website? I think spend some time on our ingredients, have a look at what's in our products, um, have a look at what we're suggesting as an alternate to something you're already using. Like I said, the dryer balls for the dryer sheets or that sort of thing. Um, and then just have fun exploring and, and just see what we have to offer. We have almost everything that you would need for your whole home. And like I said, if you, if you do your research on our website and, and we meet your needs, then we're happy to have you as part of the Nellie's family. And hopefully we can just do all the tough work for you. And all you have to do is check out. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> All right, Paula, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today. And everybody get out there this week and be inspired.